Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. With Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores with everyday purchases and regular on time payments. Get started at chime.com slash build. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Results may vary. See chime.com for details. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Hey there, this is the spoken edition of Wired. Big Tech Eyes Supreme Court's Employee Arbitration Case by Natasha Tiku. Earlier this year, Susan Fowler sparked an uproar in the technology industry with allegations of sexual harassment and gender discrimination at Uber. An internal investigation led to more than 200 employee complaints and at least 20 terminations. But Fowler may not be able to sue Uber in court. When she joined the ride sharing company, Uber required her to resolve any disputes through private arbitration and waive her right to participate in a class action. Fowler and Uber executives will be among those watching closely Monday when the Supreme Court hears arguments on whether contract provisions such as Fowler's are enforceable. The three cases before the court involve an oil company, an accounting firm, and a software company in Wisconsin. But Silicon Valley has a lot riding on the outcome because many big tech firms, including Uber and Google, insert terms in their employment agreements that compel employees to arbitrate claims individually. Fowler's lawyer, Chris Baker, filed a friend of the court brief urging the Supreme Court to invalidate such provisions. Baker and other employee advocates say employers use the provisions to constrain collective action by employees, a violation of federal law. The primary purpose of class action waivers is to limit liability arising from systemic illegal employment practices, Baker's brief says. Employers agree that there's a lot at stake. The Supreme Court case is a very big deal, says Joe Labert, a partner at law firm Oric, who represents employers. Uber has much riding on the outcome because it includes a mandatory arbitration clause in its contracts with drivers who are not employees. A group of California drivers filed suit against Uber for violating minimum wage and overtime laws and sought class status to represent 240,000 Uber drivers in the state. Citing the arbitration clause, Uber wants the suit dismissed and wants the drivers to arbitrate their claims individually. The Ninth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals put the case on hold pending the Supreme Court's decision. Google, too, is the subject of a case that could be affected by the Supreme Court's ruling. Last month, three female former Google employees filed a class action suit against the tech giant, alleging systemic gender discrimination in pay and promotion. The women signed employment agreements that did not restrict them from joining class actions. 
Had they signed the current version of Google's standard employment agreement, the case may not have come to fruition, says James Finberg, a lawyer representing the plaintiffs. Technically, the issue before the court is whether employers can require employees to give up the right to sue as a group. But Labert says that's crucial because the financial stakes for an employer rise dramatically when hundreds or thousands of employees sue together. Potential damages can quickly jump from hundreds of thousands of dollars to hundreds of millions, he says. Jason Lohr, a lawyer representing workers in a class-action discrimination case against Twitter, which has also asked employees to sign class waivers, says the court's decision will impact labor for the better or worse for decades to come. Five years ago, the Supreme Court ruled, in a case involving AT&T, that such no-collective-action clauses were permissible in consumer contracts, such as a cell phone agreement. The employment context is more nuanced because the National Labor Relations Act generally allows employees to band together over workplace issues. Harmeet Dillon, who has represented employees in workplace disputes, says arbitration is unfair to employees because it forces them to keep the dispute private, limits the documents they can obtain from an employer, and limits their right to appeal, among other things. Employers don't prefer arbitration because it results in a fairer and more even-handed outcome, she says. They prefer it because it prefers them. Employers have plenty of reasons to expect a favorable outcome. President Trump's appointment of Justice Neil Gorsuch restored the court's conservative majority. Also, the Department of Justice in June switched its position on the case to side with employers, putting it at odds with another federal agency, the National Labor Relations Board. It's unusual for two arms of the federal government to argue on opposite sides of a case. I don't like to make short-term predictions, but I think it's likely the NLRB will lose, says Samuel Estreicher, a law professor at NYU. Alexander J.S. Colvin, associate dean at Cornell's Industrial and Labor Relations School, who's written about arbitration agreements, says the Supreme Court's decision may also address so-called opt-out clauses, which typically give employees 30 days after they sign an agreement to opt out of arbitration. Some employers, including Uber, have added such clauses to their contracts in the hopes that will help the agreements better withstand legal challenges. But Colvin questions the value of the clauses, saying many workers don't know what they're signing away. There is one example where the option has proven useful, however. On discussion boards and Facebook groups, Uber drivers have organized and warned one another not to sign away their rights, Colvin says. You can probably treat yourself to an ad-free upgrade or at least grab an extra latte after getting a Chime checking account with features like fee-free overdraft up to $200 with SpotMe, no minimum balance requirements, and no monthly fees. Open your account in minutes at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. SpotMe eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply.